I was sitting here with Colton talking today, and, and Colton, I was, I've always wondered, is there a natural ability to weld? So I know some people have a naturally, natural ability to sing a song, um, and is that person easily trained versus someone who's never welded before? So what are your thoughts? Let's, let's talk about the natural. I think like natural abilities, yes, there are some people that are just going to be that's quote unquote born with a stinger in their hand. Right. Um, they're just going to have a natural ability. Uh, they might have done it a little bit before they came here. Might have started out real, real young. Their mother or father had been in uh, industry. They could have done it a little while before they come here or go to any kind of trade school. And yeah, so I think that natural ability will help them out. Yeah, I know some some families and, and it's generational welders yeah. and, it, and it just seems like uh, the person saw mom or dad welding or they're out in his garage building something or in the shop and they sort of pick that up. Not much different than a, you know, a, a third or fourth generation farmer. It, yeah. It's kind of what they do. I think welding is the same way because, they, you know, I saw dad welding when I was little and, and that's what, you know, the son wants to do or the daughter wants to do. So, so they pick up from that. You know, thinking about the, the person that's a natural welder, do you have to break bad habits? Sometimes, yeah. Um, you know, and that's, there ain't nothing you know, nothing against it or nothing bad on whoever taught them that bad habit. But I mean, it's just, I don't know. I kind of say trust the process here in our curriculum. Right, um, right. And if you have to break a couple bad habits along the way, but if they have that natural ability, I mean, they don't really struggle at all. They, they kind of coast through it pretty good. Yeah, there, there's a, you know, a dozen different ways to show someone how to hold the, the stinger or a dozen different ways to show someone how to hold, you know, the, the TIG rig. Uh, and, and some students are, even though they've welded before, they're still a little nervous and they're still a little shaky. So maybe it's, maybe it's mental or, or maybe it is a, a, a physical problem that, that they have and, and shakes. You know, how do you help someone in, in controlling, you know, if they are a little bit shaky? Or what can they do before they even get to welding school to avoid that? Well, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I shake like a leaf on a tree. I got a pretty shaky hand. Um, and then there's just, over time, it gets easier. Uh, there's certain ways, you know, keep a really light grip on a stinger or a TIG rig, even though you might shake though, but over time with more hood time, it all just starts flowing, it comes naturally to you. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, you know, when I'm running that 7018, I like to do a, a nervous wiggle. Yeah. So you, you take a 332 rod and you put it in the stinger and then you try to hold it completely still. If it's moving around a little bit, yeah. if you don't let that be a portion of your weld and, and help that work, then, then yeah, you might struggle with a little bit of undercut on the side. Yeah, I know that's with that 718 rod, I always tell students, this is me holding that rod steady and they'll see my hand shaking. Yeah. But I said, that's all the rod oscillation that I need to help that puddle spread out. You know, it can actually almost have been a little shaky, can actually work in your favor sometimes. Yeah, it can. Too, with stick welding. You know, and, and, and I, you know, try to tell the students, uh, don't stay up all night. And, you know, when you're coming into welding school at, at six in the morning, don't chug a half a case of Red Bull no, to try no. to stay awake. It's going to have some negative effects. Absolutely. Yeah. Caffeine, it's, you drink too much of it, you'll, you'll be hurting. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And same thing with sleep deprivation. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't get enough sleep at night, it, it's going to hurt, hurt too. So yeah. uh, let's go the other, the other direction. Let's talk about someone who, who walks into KWI from a, a different trade, a different career. They've never welded before. They don't know what a 6010 is. Does that person have a disadvantage or, or can they learn to weld? They can absolutely learn how to weld. We've had plenty of students who have never even touched a stinger, you know, wore a welding hood, whatever. Uh, it all, my opinion comes down to work ethic. If they are a hard worker, they show up on time and they truly want to learn, 
everybody's teachable that way. Right. Yeah, I, I remember students in the past who uh, who have came in and, and on orientation day, you know, we're talking about okay, let's let's open the grinder and then let's put the shield on, and they they take for granted or we take for right. granted. They've never turned a grinder on before. Right. You know, when it's something as simple as a daily task for you or I installing a new face shield on the halo, they've never done those small tasks. So um, here at KWI, we, we step back and we take it one step at a time to train that person who's never welded alongside the person who does have the, the natural talent in yeah, the building. Absolutely. So, so what do you think about the guy who, who knows it all? They, they come from a, a former high school or maybe they've been in industry and, and, and they know it all. They just want to get better at KWI. Yeah, we can definitely help them. Um, again, it all comes back down to how hard do you want to work and how much you want it. But uh, there's a saying that an old timer told me, and I know you probably told me this when I was going through the program, that you rather see a C-plus welder with an A-plus attendance, work ethic, and drive. That'll go so much further than an A-plus welder with a C-plus work ethic, drive, et cetera. You know, willingness to learn, too. Right, right. Uh, I feel like those going hand in hand, it'll, you know, it makes a huge difference, not only in this, in this program, but out in the industry too. Yeah, the person has to be coachable no matter what previous skill they have or what previous skill they don't have. Right. It's one of the best things I love about this welding industry is even though I'm sure you got a lot of years under your belt than me, but me and you can still learn something new every single day we that's right. are welding. That's what I love about it. Yeah. Sort of thing. yeah, that's cool. Never, never be too proud of to learn something yeah, new. Yeah. Don't think you're the best on, on the job every time you go to a job yeah. site or when you walk in welding school, and you know you may have been the, the top dog at your high school and you walk in here and you're surrounded by top dogs from all over America, right. yeah. you know, be humble. Absolutely. Um, or you're intimidated. You're getting into a brand new career and you got people that have welded before and, and you're, you're struggling with that. Uh, as long as you're coachable and, and you got those good work ethics, yeah, we'll definitely be, make it happen. Fine. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're interested in welding, uh, you want to come and, and take a tour, check out the link below. Uh, tour Kentucky Welding Institute, whether you have experience or whether you have no experience, and we'll discuss ways that we can change your life and help your career and jumpstart you into the fast-paced world of the welding industry. So hopefully you guys like this video. We'll be putting out more videos on our YouTube channel, so subscribe to that. And also, check out our website. We have links, and we also have shop for clothing and a virtual tour. Until next time, see you there.